I'm Andy. And I'm Jessica. And this is The Coop. You're listening to The Coop Homeschool Podcast. This is your podcast for community, humility, and joyful fun in homeschooling. This is episode 11, Planning Our Year. I'm Mandy. And I'm Jessica. And this is The The Coop. Coop. This week, we're talking about our homeschool plan for the year. Um, It's such a fun time of year. We already kicked off the school year. We discussed our first day of school. And now we're going to share with you some of the fun things that we've planned, kind of how we came up with those plans, and then some specifics on what we're using to give you guys some ideas. Yeah, hopefully it'll be inspiring. Yes. Um, so we'll get started with our scoop on the coop. Yeah, sounds great. We have a shared one. That's right. Uh, we decided to start a lending library for our coop group. So as you know, we have a casual co-op that we run with our own homeschool friends. And one of our friends, well, actually a couple of you guys had this brilliant idea to start sharing books. So we came up with a, a lending library. Um, I created the the logo and the tub and yeah, all this a, fun stuff. A big coop bin. Yeah. The book box. The book box. And then we came up with two concepts because we wanted um, to be able to share books that we loved, but wanted to make sure we got them back eventually. Yeah. So, so that's the borrow. Yeah. The borrow so box. we have our borrow box and then we have our, what is Donate it? Donate box. T- yes. But we call oh, it, what is it called? The take our, box? Our take give keep something yeah. like that give take keep so you can borrow from it you can keep it forever if you love it and then you can donate more books to that one so that one's a great one for anyone who doesn't want the pressure of having to keep track of books to give back mm-hmm. uh to the original owner so we did a whole bunch of fun stuff yeah for that. and that was really fun I was the first one to get it yes. and I opened it up and there were these cute stickers that you stick inside your books yeah. that you're just lending yep. with your name on it. And then there's a whole book borrow log. Yes. And then you write your book in that. And then you can see up to six people, how many people, which people have borrowed your book. Exactly. We debated doing the library card, but I was saying that I felt like the library card stays with the book. So then you can't see where your book is in that moment. So A, it's nice to track a book that you really want back so you know who to call if you're not if you mm-hmm. haven't seen it in a while. And then B, it's fun for your kids to see where the books are in real time. Oh, so-and-so had it and now this family has it? That's so cool. You know, because it's fun if you want to encourage them to share a book. Yeah, and my eight-year-old was super excited to, I think she donated a number of her books Aww. and then she lent a number of her books. Yes. And I actually had to tell her, okay, you have filled it up, and we need We're room done. for other people. Yeah. Let's save these for next time it comes around. Yes, exactly. That was really fun. And, and that is fun. I can imagine this book box growing a little out of control. Yeah. With so many books, but that's how beautiful it is. Yeah. So we're hoping to to get it back to one of us um, you know, every every few turns so that we can kind of refresh because I'm happy to take out the books of mine totally. that just don't seem popular so that we can have better books in there. And the beauty of having a borrow box and a, um, I'll just call it donate, right. donate box is for, I know there was some concern that some families or kids aren't able to handle the books and keep them nice. Right. Well, they don't have to be left out because they could have the donate box. Right. They just wouldn't use the borrow. Right. Keep it put away. And then I threw in some uh, Pop Rocks. Yes. Did you see those in there? Yes, I did. (laughs) I wasn't sure whether or not to do it because I didn't want the kids to associate candy and rewards right but because it's the fun. book boxes yeah. but but it's fun yeah. and then also you had some cute coop group notes for the kids to paperclip yes. inside mm-hmm. their book to say um why they love their book so right. much and yeah. why they they um maybe are recommending it basically right so i thought it would be fun for the kids to be able to share with each other what they like about the book that they chose to put in the borrow box not for every book but maybe for one One. yeah just pick one and and let us know why you love that book and you know trying to talk about not giving any spoilers but at the same time share what brought you joy in this book 
um, so that maybe your friend will decide to pick it up or not. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I think we're probably going to make those available on our website, yes. right, for people yeah. to be able to download. So yeah. we have a podcast, or not a podcast, a blog. A podcast. <laughs> we have the blog coming soon with more information. And then if you want to use our downloadable items, um, for your ideas as well. That'd be awesome. Yeah. 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 It's just kind of fun to, to have that within the group. And actually, since I'm doing a picture book a day, yeah. we picked out a number of, uh, of your picture yeah. books from the, uh, borrow box. Mm-hmm. And so, um, since this is our first week back to school, we've been, um, we have three of those for this week. That's awesome. So that saved me some money. And since we, we aren't really going to the library right now at this, uh, um, August of 2020. Yeah. We, um, it's really great to have that option. Totally. And that was why the idea came about. You know, people are at six months, almost six months into this um, coronavirus stuff. They're not going to the library. Yeah. Especially and with that, homeschoolers. And now we're talking. Yeah. And we're, now we're talking about putting in the the homeschool development books or like yep. the mom books like, like Homegrown. Yeah. Like the one that we're uh, reviewing next week. We have Homegrown. So read chapters uh, up to chapter three. Yeah. And, and here's the thing, too. If you've already underlined everything in there, then the next person yeah. who reads it, she can, the mom or dad or whoever can quickly go through it and get all the major nuggets yep. um, without it being a big commitment. Exactly. So, all right. Well, that was a big scoop on the yes, coop. It's such an exciting one. I know. All right. So, should we start talking about this year? Yes. Do you want me to go first? I I'm, think, I think I'm you doozy. going first is good. Okay. Yeah. You, right. you be the doozy and I'll wrap it up. I'm, yeah. Okay. So normally I plan my year with themes. And the yes. year, uh, one year I didn't plan with themes. It just wasn't as fun for me. Mm-hmm. And I actually didn't do as much. So uh, this year I didn't do theme by month. I did an, I just, I'm using our motto right. as our major theme, which is make a joyful noise unto the Lord. And you can even shorten it just saying, make a joyful noise. And what does that mean? So the way that looks in our academics is uh, through music, right? So I'm trying each month to introduce a new genre or go deeper into a genre we already know about or a decade. Yes. I think I'm going to do musicals first. Yes. So, and I'll probably spend one to two months on that because that's such a big thing for me, like between Phantom and Les Mis and now Hamilton and, and there's certain songs they can watch, you know, they they may not be able to watch the whole thing of Les Mis so much, uh, you know, since I do have a five-year-old, but, um. It's just the opening. Yeah. (laughs) Just the first few. Yeah. So, yeah, just, yeah, with, uh, Cosette or not with Fontaine. With Fontaine. Fontaine, Yeah. yeah. And then uh, Javert at the end. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, but... Yes. But musicals, Fiddler on the Roof. Totally. I could do Fiddler on the Roof. And, yeah. But I plan to do that with them. And then um, we're, we're utilizing ukulele mm-hmm. lessons, piano lessons, and then any other instruments they want to learn. We have a bunch. So um, that's kind of uh, part of our, our Make a Joyful Noise. Yes. And then um, also part of the arts, I'll just go into that a little bit more, is uh, I think every month we're going to either do um, a musician Mm -hmm. or an artist. That's awesome. So this uh, coming uh, month, we're doing Claude Monet. I have this picture book about Claude Monet. And uh, we're going to study, well... I'll give them the option if they want to study lily pads and if they yeah. want to look at the habitats, which they probably will because they're really they into like that animals. sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, so we'll probably rabbit trail down that a little bit. And then I ordered oil paints and we'll go to Balboa Park and look at the uh, lily pads and I'll set up easels and uh, canvases. And I even got them those little discs for palettes. Oh, cute, yeah. So they haven't come in the mail yet, but and we'll put the oil paints on there. And I'll probably do a YouTube lesson about oil painting before we go. Sure. You know, sometime, you know, the week prior. Uh, they'll also learn about Impressionism. And, oh, and we can go to the Botanical Gardens, too. They have uh, lily pads. So, so that's just fun. one idea of how to do a unit study. And then whatever else they want to study that is part of that. Right. Um, and it all just starts off with Claude Monet. And there's history in that, too. He left France in, eight, you know, in 1870. Um, or Ooh, 1869. Before the revolution. Right before, yeah. So I thought, oh, we can look at the war for a little bit, right. see if they're interested in that kind of history that will clue me into future planning exactly. and things. So um, that's kind of the art section for just this first couple months. 
that we'll be doing. Um, and then dance, we're not sure about dance, but hopefully part of the arts will include maybe some jazz or ballet. Sure. Some movement in general, uh, especially as things start opening back up again, yeah. hopefully. All right, so that's how I'm handling the arts. And then I'll move on to a big doozy, which yes. is language. Yes, go for it. And uh, we, I'm just going to throw out a whole bunch of stuff that we use. So for anyone who's interested, they can dive deeper. Yeah. Uh, we really like Classical Academic Press. That publisher mm -hmm. does well-ordered language. Yeah. And so we're still on the A book, the 1A. I've bought 1B to go into when we're done. We're at the very end of 1A, which is... Uh, pronouns. We're doing pronouns and then next is inter inter interrogative sentences. So we'll be doing that and then we'll go into 1B which dives into more parts of speech right. and more types of sentences and also I think fables and things okay. like that. Yeah. Also the same publisher does Latin. So we're starting that and there's CDs and stuff and my husband knows has done Latin, has studied Latin. So that I think I'll have a big help with. Um, and again, that's just laying the basis for learning a language later on, which sure. I know they will love doing. Right. So uh, I'm just trying to develop their minds for that. Um, and then spell to write and read is something we do for phonics. And I really like that. There's a lot of training online. Yes. And uh, it's literally, you just use your fingers and you know a, a, a letter per finger or a sound per finger or you put two fingers together to to for like a ch for right. a short blend. Yeah, yeah. So um, my ten year old's going to be teaching my five year old how to Cute. read using that. As long as she wants to, as long as she's moving forward and is and they're having fun doing that. Right. Um, also, we're reviewing cursive first. So mm -hmm. I'm really into cursive first, and there's a lot of research for that um, as for different reasons of why to do cursive first. And it uses like the musical side of your brain. So I really like that. The connecting of the letters is like the connecting of musical notes. Um, so, and they say it's actually easier. So for those of you who your kids are having trouble with like circles and sticks, right. cursive is a great way to go. If your kids are having trouble with circles and sticks, you probably don't need to go that way. Sure. But I just went with that first anyways, having no idea and if what they would be good at. And then we're doing read aloud. Yep. So my husband does is doing the land of stories. He's going to continue Cute. with that. I'm doing picture books every day. And then uh, our coop group yes. is doing a book club. So right. I'll be reading aloud for that. Um, like in October is Alice in Wonderland. Uh, we'll be doing Black Beauty. Uh, later on, we'll be doing um, uh, like what is or yes. who is. We'll pick a who is. Our mouse and the motorcycle. Mm -hmm. So that's coming up as a... a, a a book club for kids. Yes. Uh, we also do a word a day, Mrs. Mm -hmm. Wordsmith. Oh, yeah. Love that one. We have the game. It's a really fun one. It's like an apples to apples. I've talked about it before. But yeah. It's I, another it's, fun way to incorporate advanced vocabulary in a fun, yeah. interactive way. I know. And we need to play that game because they love yeah. the word a day. They they ask for it. They'd be yeah. like, we didn't do our word a day. And I was like, oh, I know. Well, we, I have so many. Yeah. So yeah. all this stuff, it's not like I do it every day. Sure. I, I ebb and flow. So... Oh, and I'll just finish. Right, this is your year plan. Yeah, so right. these are all the stuff involved in our year. So they'll do their own free reading at the, as they want, their own free writing, whether it's their own diary. Or now I think um, my son is doing a feelings book. He just finished his diary. He said he's done with the diary. So and cute. he has a book where each day he's like drawing a picture of his feelings or whatever. So... I'm like, that's awesome. Yeah, so I'm like, I love that so much. Yeah, that's so, I'm like, awesome. I can't wait to see. So he just started it. So we'll okay. see how long this lasts. So he shares it with you too. I know. See, yeah. And then <laughs> Mad Libs. Yeah. That's part of our dailies. Sure. And um, I've talked about dailies before. Yes. And then poetry tea time. So I feel like with all of that, that, you know, when we do well-ordered language, we don't do spell to write and read. Exactly. You can't do it all at once. Right. And I, and, and when we do, um, like the word of day, the picture book, the Mad Libs, those can all be in one little sitting, sure. you know, 20 minutes here. Um, so, and then, um, oh, the other thing we're doing is, and this crosses a number of subjects, but I'll, I'll do it with language right now. Harry Potter, oh, yeah. Waldock Way, it's, um, it's a Harry Potter themed year. And yeah. the, the kids book is like 170 pages. And I have a teacher manual as well. It's all Harry Potter themed. It came with like its own spotted, right? You know, Harry Potter spotted basically. That's and so cool. 
Yeah. yeah and one of our Coop Group moms recommended that, and you bought it on the spot. I was like, oh, yeah, I'll do it. Sold. Yeah, sold. That's what I said. Like, sold. And, and But it was only like $30, let's say, maybe, right. about for a download. And mm-hmm. yeah, it, it ate up a lot of ink because there's a lot of color. Sure. But, um, and I'm also going to... That that's also in science too. There's chemistry mm-hmm. and things like yeah. that. But for language, there's a lot of writing prompts. That's awesome. So a lot of creative writing, and then you also study uh, J.K. Rowling. Even though we already did her, who yeah. is they? They do have like a comparison. You can do cool. between your life and her life. Ah, uh, just a different way. Yeah. yeah. So that's stuff we haven't done yet. We we all we had done was read the who is. So right. that's awesome. So that's all in language, and then math. We just switched from right start math, which is awesome, to math UC. Yes. So we actually just got them today. Yeah. Yeah. So um, they're on my bed: beta, gamma, and delta. Right. Because so, your son's in gamma, delta. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. and then my eight year old will, will do beta, like mine. Yeah. Beta yeah. and then gamma. And then gamma. So yeah. I wanted to make sure I got all the levels. And then my youngest, my five year old, will start doing alpha. Perfect. So now I feel like I have it all up, alpha to delta. Yep. And uh, and so we'll be uh, doing that, and we're doing games for math as all, as always in problem solving, but also in keeping score. Right. Um. So that's math basically, and yeah. um, there might be some online things that they do for fun, sure. and um, like multiplication nation and things yeah. like that. Okay. Then for history, we do. We, I love who is. Yes. And where is and what is. And the reason is because of the rabbit trail idea. So when we did who is, we did who is Jane Goodall. Right. And so then Jane Goodall uh, brought us to then do some fiction of Dr. Doolittle. Right. And then that was at the Canaries. So then we looked at the Canaries and um, and we did a picture book, your picture right. book. Um, and then we did some, oh, we did watercolors of that. Mm-hmm. And then we actually studied, um, we looked at YouTubes of gorillas and just like actually jungle life in general. Yeah. We, so it's amazing the you know, and when we did uh, uh, Dire Wimpy Kid, they were interested in that. So then we did the Who is Jeff Kenny, who is the author. And then we studied what he liked yeah. and learned about that. So that's kind of a neat thing of history, especially if you get a historical figure. Sure. You know, not just an author, but, uh, an, you know, someone like Jane Goodall or... or who, you know, yeah. I think Michelle Obama has a who is, you sure. know, so, um, and then later this year, we'll probably jump back into story of the world and hopefully I can get their buy-in with that again, volume two, and then the, um, Atlas crate. So we've been yeah. doing universal yams. I've talked about that being right. the magic of our homeschooling, but I thought we try Atlas crate. So I have six crates over there. Mm-hmm. And so I have enough to what I would consider six months okay. of, do, of studying different countries. And we always study the history of those countries. We uh, find them on the globe and it just gives them exposure so that when hopefully when we do story of the world, they recognize the country, they can right. picture where it is on the globe and it just gives them more context for what they're right. learning. And Atlas Crate is done by Kiwi Crate. So um, awesome. we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Um, and then science. So I normally actually don't segment like this as much, but I tried to segment these into different categories for those who, because we might not get to some of these for months. Right. You know, I, I might block schedule. I might say, okay, this, these next couple of weeks, let's look at, you know, let's study language and whatever else you're interested in. If we're doing a who is, that might right. be the whole month whatever that rabbit trails us into. And then I might be like, oh, let's do some phonics. Let's practice our phonics for a little bit. But for science, I am super excited about Bitsbox. So Bitsbox is a subscription. Mm -hmm. I have um, two two out of the three kids boxes are here. I'm waiting for the third one to get them started. But it's a subscription uh, crate, basically, coding and building their own apps and playing their own games and they get a little binder and I've heard that it progresses. So they start off really easy. So if your kid is already into coding and stuff like that, you may want to talk with Bitsbox before you order to get our later level. And then again, with science, we have the Harry Potter and that has chemistry and more. So a Walduck way will be walking me through a lot of the science. Mm. And then I also have these books called exploring the building blocks of science and it's just a student workbook and there's a teacher one too that's cool but what i liked about it is um it's book one and it's the fit they go over the 
five main categories of science. They have chemistry, and you learn about the history of chemistry, chemistry, why study chemistry, and then right. some chemistry. That's cool. And then they do physics, biology, geology, and astronomy. And so I figure, oh, by the time we get to astronomy, it'll be May Star Wars month. Right. So it'll be a perfect time to group that in. So That's awesome. So I'd probably plan it in that way. Chemistry would be great when we do some chemistry with Harry Potter. Sure. And, um, so I might not go in order in a book, but I can go by category. Right. Uh, so that's kind of what we're doing for science right now. I feel like just life in general is science and, and their rabbit, what they're interested in is science, right. science-y stuff. So um, in their, uh, what they wanted to study, if there was some science things they wanted to study in there, I'll probably space those out throughout the year um, when I look at their questionnaire that they had. Um, also that's probably when we'll look more at Minecraft. I would see Minecraft as a sciencey thing. Right. Legos is, a, and I know they definitely want to spend time with Legos. Right. So today at Costco, I actually bought, they had the 1500 piece set available again. So those are 40 bucks at Costco. So normally I just buy one at a time, but I bought three this time. Ooh, good for you. Yeah. Cause I was like, we're always hoping, are they back in stock? Are they back in stock? They right. were back in stock today. So I'm like, I'm just going to buy three. 40 bucks each, but I can space it out now throughout yeah. the year. Yeah, are you going to plan to just kind of introduce them as they're kind of needed? Yeah. It's not one per child? Well, I, I don't know. Right? You don't so, have a specific. Yeah, but okay. I was thinking of spacing them out because we don't have any kits coming their way now for a while because they got their kits the first day of right. school. They spent three hours doing that. It's amazing. And now we're it's going to be a while. So right. I may want to um, introduce those, you know, in a, in a couple weeks you know, sure. maybe just one box or they all get their own and see how long it lasts. Yeah, then. great. Who knows? Um, and then, um, of course, we'll have probably sports in there once that opens up. Gymnastics, Sky Zone, which is a trampoline park. Our coop right. group yeah. for beach days and whatever else we have planned besides the book club. Yeah. And um, theme days. So the kids get to plan their own theme days. And then they also tell me what topics they want to do. And then I will plan some for them and weave in you know, all the different kinds of literature and history sure. and science to those theme days, but they love it because it's like, it's all about the theme That's and they awesome. get to watch the movie or play the game or whatever. Um, so that is basically the content of our year. If we're just That's talking awesome. content. Sure. Yeah. That's so, amazing. and it, of course I'm not doing it all at the same time and I always over plan and, and so hopefully that doesn't make me feel pressure to get things right. done, but at least I know we have a lot that we could do right. and it's kind of ready for them as we need it and want to do it. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. So how about you? What, what's, what, what do you have planned for this year? Well, yours is really intimidating <laughs> and makes me feel it's like an I, planner. Yeah. It's an makes me feel like I don't have a plan. You don't. Yeah. It's not true. I yeah. do. Yeah. Um, so I'll break it down by subject. Okay. Um, cause, um, that wasn't originally how I was going to talk about it, but I loved that idea because oh. I love being able to share what I am using. Um, so language art, language arts. I love spelling you see. We've used that since the beginning. It's still working. Um, she doesn't love spending... I have my eight-year-old, so and she's going into... Um, what grade are they in? Third. Third. Oh, third grade, according to whatever year. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But So she's eight, and um, she's a fantastic reader now, so it's good for her to work on this because she has a really high verbal vocabulary, but her spelling... You know, and that's just practice yeah, yeah. and time and all that stuff. So this is my great way of sneaking in all of these, this um, work. And it's only 10 yeah. minutes or less per day. Well, and if she's typing a lot on her stories and stuff, they see it. And I, cause my exactly. daughter's now doing hers. I, I said, I said, you know, your friend, your buddy here is doing yeah. hers on typing. Would you like to? And she's like, Yes. Why didn't I know that was an option? And it's so funny yeah. looking. I can see all these red lines all right. over the place. And I was like, oh, at some point, I'd right. love to ha help her go back in and resound yes. those out. Well, so let me share with you, because that's um, another part of our language arts, is oh. she has been super interested in this. And it's actually so cool, because she wants to... She got to a point where she was writing for fun, mostly, uh, what, what is it, fan fiction. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. We, and I know I talked about that before. 
Um, but now she started a new one and she was like, actually, I really like this story and I want to sell this book. Oh, so I was like, okay, good. You know, the, now the selling matters. Right. Yeah. The unschooler mind was like, yes, opportunity. You know, yeah. I see like all the opportunity to do this, but I know my kid well enough to know that she would like to do this in a more official way. She doesn't Except, and I'm not an expert, of course, but she doesn't like it if I am an expert in something. Mm -hmm. She really only accepts me being an expert in maybe dance, Mm -hmm. since I'm a dance instructor. Everything else, she's like, "Mm, well, you just kind of know it. And that's fine. That's, you know, we'll work through those Mm -hmm. things. But... Um, I figured it would be really fun for her to go through the editing process. Oh, yeah. That's so awesome. what we did is we talked about the the process of publishing a book. And so um, one of my really good friends is um, a book writer herself. And so this would be a great time. And she's a fellow homeschooler. So this would be a great opportunity for them to have some time together. Oh, totally. Because um, this friend of mine has two boys. So it would be fun if I could take her boys for the day and she oh, could take yeah. my girl and they could yeah. have just some time together as writers. Right. And um, my friend can teach her about editing. So rather than this is how it works in my house because my child prefers this method. So rather than sitting down and having a grammar lesson, we will take her work and show her how to improve it based on grammatical rules. Yeah. And, and, kind of and with someone who you love and who yes. loves her and loves right. you. And, and she respects as an expert in the field. Right. And and is. And is, yeah. yeah. So, so this is a, they're both very excited about this. We have no dates or anything. My daughter is still currently working on her book. Yeah. She's on chapter seven. Well, I can't imagine a better way to teach that. Right. I mean, and that's why I'm just like, I'm looking at my daughter's, all the red underlines, and I'm like, <gasps> someday she's going to say, right. how do I spell this correctly? Exactly. And that's going to be really great, because right. now we'll practice using the phonics and the tools that she knows. You exactly. Know? Yeah, like I Using love your that. spell you see, she's <laughs> going to be able to work through that with your friend, and, you yeah. know. It's all going to make sense to her. She doesn't, you know, this is just her method of learning. It always has been mm-hmm. since she was little. You know, she wants to do it in something that's applicable to what she loves. Yeah. You know, she well, doesn't want to do it another way. Sense. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm super excited for all of that for language arts. So that's pretty easy. She's been working. One of the new things I haven't shared yet is she's started a comic book series too. So it's basically the same as her original book series that started this whole thing. Um, you know, last year. So it's bas- it's basically the same thing, but now in comic book form, which is super fun. Yeah, and exciting. Oh, totally. So yeah. I just love that she loves all these different things. Mm-hmm. So language arts is is uh, pretty well handled. We have our Coop Book Club, like you discussed, and she can pick up any free reading she wants. Um, if she wants to do read alouds or choose an audiobook, you know, we can absolutely listen to that together, totally. or she can do it by herself. Mm-hmm. So, um, what I do need to do, what I haven't finished yet, is compiling the book list for appropriate books for this year and next year, and then getting those books and just having them available. So, oh, yeah, I heard about that on Read Aloud exactly. Revival podcast, just, right. just saying, here's an awesome supply of books yeah. and you and you're good with all of those. Right. Then that's that's easy to know that they're getting in these genres or exactly. this variety. Exactly. Yeah, that was so very... I started that process in January and then it turned out to be such a blessing because we ended up with the quarantine in by March and it turned out she really was having a hard time. She was struggling with so many things and so reading was truly her escape and yeah. I loved being able to give that to her and so just having all kinds of books and so you know you saw I posted the picture on Instagram if you didn't see but she um uh had just gotten done reading she's read a series of unfortunate events oh she just got done reading Brandon Mull um another read aloud revival author recommendation um and so she read Spirit Animals and then she just finished Fable Haven. So mm. one of his other series that's great for kids who like Harry Potter. So that's oh, the yeah. author I told um you about because oh, yeah. I think your spouse would really oh, yeah. like going through um that author. Um did I write that down? Maybe I'll write it down for okay, you. Okay, all right. I got you. <laughs> um so um so she went from that and then she picked up Shakespeare. Yeah. I'm like, that was awesome. Great. Glad that was yeah. in the shelf. You know, she's got all kinds of stuff. She's read my, it was my copy of Little Women. Mm-hmm. Um, it's oh, like a young reader's So my version. eight-year-old, well, now she picked it up when she was about six. Okay. 
and she could not get through it. Oh, it's it, hard. Um, I, I cannot believe mine did because yeah. a it's not fantasy. Fantasy is her her genre for sure, and b it's kind of slow and mushy and yeah. emotional. And I was really surprised it's not normally her yeah. something she likes to do. Super onto. thick, and I have the Esborn one. Okay, and that actually has pictures in it, and it's not a bridge; it's the full thing. Oh yeah, no, this one's a bridge. Maybe I'll lend you this one. Oh, the bridge one. Yeah, I, I, if you feel like she's interested. But so my daughter has now read it twice okay because she loved it that much which is super awesome so she's read it twice i don't know the first time she picked it up but it was sometime after april Hmm. and she's already read it twice because she just keeps picking up a book she's always got a book with her now i always love joe march i know joe's my favorite obviously (laughs) can't be anyone but joe maybe meg maybe meg oh yeah you don't want to be beth no you love her she's amazing but you can't be beth yeah and definitely not amy Ew. But anyway, um, and then she found a copy of my um, little house book um, on the shores of Silver Lake that I wrote in. Cute. And I think I dated it 1996. That's adorable. So I would have been 11 years old and I like wrote, Dear I was graduating high school. (laughs) That's our age difference. Um, I wrote in, I said, Dear Future Reader. And then I wrote something. And so um, my daughter like picked that one up out of order. Because we had just finished um, Little House, and she hadn't read any of the others, and Silver Shores, like, book five or so. So anyway, it's just fun to see what she has to pick up. So I just need to keep expanding that library, mm-hmm. but I have nowhere to put the books. I need to I know. find a new bookshelf. Well, you need to do what I did. I put them in a bin but, and put them in yeah, the garage. Yeah, but she likes to reread, and there oh, is yeah. a lot of value in rereading. So yeah. as long as I keep all of the... I don't want to say age appropriate because that's really limiting, but all of the interest appropriate Mm -hmm. books out, I think that's okay. So what I am doing is I'm kind of purging. If it's a series she already read, maybe, you know, I don't need to keep the whole series out. Maybe I just keep book one because she can always say, oh, can you get out that series? And that's no big deal. Yeah, I mean, that's true, because my eight-year-old's on her, like, third round of Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Exactly, and rereading is, is... has a lot of benefits. And there's comfort in yeah. rereading. You there's know? comfort in rereading. It's great for comprehension because there's things they may have missed the first oh, time yeah. and it teaches them to pay attention to these other things. So yeah. there's actually a lot of value in comprehension. They can take vocabulary that they may not have understood the first time, oh, yeah. but now that they have even broader context for the story, they can add in the inference in the definition for that word, which is wonderful. So yeah, awesome. I do like rereading, so I'm hesitant to put the books away. Yeah. But um, I put away like a lot of our reference books, yes. I should say. Like, yeah. Like books That's that I'm like, oh, okay, I'll put away these we'll dinosaur books like yeah. when we revisit that in a few years. Exactly. You know? So that's language arts. That's always the biggest one. <gasps> yeah, that is. So that much. was the biggest one for me too. Yeah. 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 So then math, uh, we also do Matthew C and plenty of games. She loves baking with me. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. So, oh definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that one's a great one for fractions. And I will often uh, throw in a change up every once in a while and ask her to do half the recipe. Oh, cool. Or double the recipe. Yeah. Um, she hasn't taken to fractions super mm. easily. That one seems to take a lot of practice for her. So I need to find some different ways to discuss fractions and find something that might um, What's her favorite her? fruit pie? Yeah, she doesn't care about pies. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's just... Um, <laughs> I haven't found one that fits, and I've tried yeah. pizza. You know, I've like uh, tried all kinds of different things. Yeah. So I just need to figure out something different for her. It's not... Yeah, I'll get creative. Yeah. Or it's just not the right time. Yeah. And so it's just a matter of matching. So if it yeah. says one slash two, make sure you don't just think it's one because that's yeah. what we used to do. She would just oh, yeah. see one number and just go for it. And right. I'm like, nope, it has yeah. to match exactly. And then she'll match it on the measuring cup or whatever. I always so. talk in jelly beans right. when I do addition and subtraction. And I never can remember which kid hates jelly beans. And so whenever I do like, well, if you had eight jelly beans and had to give it oh. half away... What would that be? And and whoever it is is always like, well, I don't like jelly beans, so I don't even care. That's basically how my kid is. So <laughs> most of the things that I naturally come up with, she doesn't relate to. So what I need to do is stick her dad on it oh, and yeah. say, okay, since you share a brain, can you come up with something that you think that she'll make sense of? You yeah. Know? And so we'll figure it out. And otherwise, I just don't want to push it. I don't want to mm-hmm. make it something she always refuses to learn right. because it felt frustrating. So yeah, totally. We'll just... We'll do our best. She likes to cook, so we'll just find a way to make it work yeah. for now, and then we'll get that skill developed later, because there's still plenty that she's oh, doing. Yeah. yeah. So, um, that's math. 
history. We also do story of the world. Um, we just moved into volume three, which yeah. is really fun. What's the era? That's post-Shakespearean. So oh, okay. yeah, we, we finished the Elizabethan era at the end of volume two. And now, Did they do the Reformation at all? Or is that coming? That's like 1500s. Oh, we didn't start from the beginning. Okay. Yeah. So, well, we haven't fully started okay. our school yeah. year yeah. yet. We've kind of, right, we're, right. we're doing learning, That's but true. I haven't kicked yeah. off that part of the curriculum yeah. yet. Yeah. But I did jump into um, the revolution, the American revolution. Oh, of course you did. Because, because of Hamilton. I know. My daughter <laughs> really wanted to watch Hamilton. And normally I would have said, absolutely not. You're not old enough. But her cousins loved it, and I really didn't want her to have spoilers. You know, I know Harry Potter. I knew I could help oh, with a little bit more, yeah. um, but I felt like Hamilton because it's such a phenomenon right now. I couldn't really keep it from her, and I knew that I wanted her to see it firsthand and not experience it through someone else. Yeah. So she hadn't listened to the soundtrack. She didn't know any of the characters yet. So what I told her is, okay. If you sit down and listen to that part in our Story of the World curriculum first, then I will watch Hamilton with you. So she did. And, I mean, it was like 20 minutes of listening. It was really short. That's awesome. They covered the revolution. Bang, bang, bang. Yeah, that gave her the context. But it was great. It was a great covering of the revolution. I mean, it's not specifically just a one thing or one segment in time coverage. So they went on to that, and then they went immediately into the French Revolution, you know, and they moved on. So yeah. it was short and sweet, and I was like, all right, well, then that's yeah. it. Let's do it. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so, yeah, so we haven't gone back to the beginning of Volume 3. Oh, okay. We just got lucky and had, you know, since yeah. that's when we're working on this year. So we'll go back to it later and then really dig deeper into the revolution. Now mm-hmm. that she even knows more about the characters because of the musical, I think she'll have so much interest in really learning about them. How fun. Just like me. Yeah. So she can it's now... It's fun when you can both take joy in whatever it is that you're studying. Totally. Um, and then when I asked her what she wanted to learn this year, she actually said Greek mythology. I was like, all right, done. Yeah. So that was from volume one. I yeah. think we, we learned that in volume one. And so my husband and I did some research and we're trying to figure out what is age appropriate mm-hmm. because there's a lot in the Greek myth oh, yeah. that we want to yeah. censor for now. Um, so we found a couple of options. So um, there's the Diolaire's book of Greek myths. So I'm interested to see what that really looks like. But that made it on our list. And that has a lot of, re- it has 1,200, yeah. almost 1,300 reviews, five stars. Yeah. So it's pretty good. Right. Yeah. So that one was why it made it to our list. And um, I figure taking in this information in different ways is mm-hmm. always great. Yeah. And we already had the Usborne, um, what did they call them? They're short stories. It's the it's like the thick uh, book yeah, with I have a like bunch of short stories. Yeah. And, yeah. So she's read that one probably cover to cover five oh, times cool. in the last year and a half. Yeah. So she loves that one, um, but now she's ready for more. And then we also found the Olympians boxed set. Oh, fun. So this covers Zeus, Athena, Hera, mm-hmm. Hades, Poseidon, and Aphrodite. So that one will be cool. Um, they're sold individually, but we're going to go with the, the whole set. box. Yeah. yeah. Well, and you always get a better price when you go with the box. Exactly. Are you guys going to look at, like, the Olympics at all or, like, kind of do a contest? We may. I don't have a ton of plan for that yet since it's not as rooted in mythology mm-hmm. as it is in Greece. Just Greece. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I'm going to see if I can, uh, uh, you know, parlay see that some into in, some yeah, actual yeah. learning right. of Greece um, and society. But right now, I think it, she's just a fantasy kid. That's so right. I think it's purely related to oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. the no, mythical creatures and, you know, all of that Do they stuff. eat any kind of certain foods? It'd be fun to eat the snacks yeah. that they well, eat. Well, that'll be interesting enjoy. for me because I always found Greek mythology fun, but I didn't really care about those details. Yeah. So that'll be fun for us to go yeah, through this together. All that. And then yeah. there's tons of media, too. There's also um, Jason and the Argonauts. There's a chapter book. Um, and then there's, I mean, just tons. So my daughter and husband have already watched Clash of the Titans, the old, uh, eighties part claymation, part life action. Yeah. Uh, McGonagall's in it. Oh, really? Much younger McGonagall. Yeah. Well, she still looks the same much younger. Yeah. 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 Oh no. She looks much younger. It might not even be eighties. It might be even older than that. Okay. With a view, she's in that and... She's like the aunt. Yeah. And I'm like, she has not changed a bit. Yeah. She's no. crazy. Uh, yeah. Oh, I think that's her in Clash of the Titans anyway. I could be confusing it with a different yeah, yeah. Well, and, mythological um, movie. Um, shoot. Oh, on YouTube, 
I found when we were studying some of the myths, they have some really cool cartoon versions. Oh yes, mm -hmm. of the myths. Yeah. So, so kind of we've been saving those for um, when we sit down. And then one of the last ones we found was a child's introduction to Greek mythology. Oh, that's cool. So I know that that one's safe to let her sit down oh, totally. with and, and go through. Yeah. And then the other ones we'll kind of do together and we'll kind of lead it and make sure. Because even those Olympian books, oh, um, yeah. I just want to be sure that they don't get too yeah. carried away in some of their more sexual content. Is there any um, like museums that have like the Greek statues or anything. I haven't gotten that far yet so that would be fun mm -hmm. to do too yeah. so it'll be fun to see what I can I can really wrap up in there but I know hers is mostly I mean she, she loves the Pegasus yeah. yeah she loves all the creatures yeah you know Medusa and all those that's so fun so that'll be fun um you can make a, a clay not to tell you what to do but you could make the like a clay Medusa with totally. all the worms and yeah. stuff. That'd be or snakes. That'd be totally. Really fun. So she'll love that, and that's a great one because my husband loves that kind of stuff too. Mm -hmm. So I love when when I let her pick. Normally she picks things that my husband is also interested in. That's so awesome. it's perfect, I love and that. then yeah. that really encourages him to really take ownership in some of what we do because oh, yeah. he wants to oh, totally. but it's just usually easier for me to do the legwork you know right. I'm the one communicating with the our because we're with the homeschool charter so I'm the one communicating with our, our teacher and all that stuff so it's just usually easier for me to keep going but um that's been really fun um so science mm. this is another fun one oh, yeah. I love her I love pick. That. So, so yeah so for science she said I want to study wolverines okay so how do I, you know, take that and make it something more? So I thought, why don't we make our own book of animals? Oh, yeah, that's right. And so what would I want to do to do that? And I thought, you know what? I'd want to start the way that a reference book starts. So let's first start by defining how we classify animals. Mm -hmm. You know, their phylum, kingdom, family, genus, all that stuff. Yeah. I don't know what those are. I don't even know. I know their names. Yeah. I know they're a thing. Yeah. But how do you, what are those? But what a great time to insert that. Exactly. Yeah. As a process, you know, and of course the first animal we'll study is Wolverine, but I want to introduce these things to her first. And since she has such a love for animals, I think that this will be fun for her. Yeah. So we're going to start their, our own um, animal book with our, you know, fact sheets. And then discussing habitat, you know, if there's very specific habitats or regions of the world that animals get assigned to. That way, when we complete our animal sheets, we know what habitat, you know, if it's, you know, region one, we can refer back to our reference sheet and what does region one mean? You know, where in the world yeah, do these animals that. live? You know, their, what is their diet? Oh, yeah. Because they, they use those regions and zones for sure. like gardening as well. Exactly. Yeah. So I don't know. This yeah. is stuff that'll be fun I for think me to learn. I would love to have that so I could do that for all the Harry Potter creatures since my kids are so into Harry Potter. Yeah. That should be in there. Well, their that's basically the. Um, uh, the Newt Scamander book, the um, oh, the a fantastical beast, yeah, fantastic beast. So they do the whole, oh, and then do. you can listen to the audio, and the actor who plays Newt Scamander yeah. narrates the oh, audio book so cool. too. So it's basically just an encyclopedia of okay. all of the animals in here. Oh, yeah, so that's already done for you. Yeah, but maybe if I had your fun. downloadable, they could fill yeah, it out while exactly. they're listening. Yes, that would be fun. Except it wouldn't have all that information. You know, I don't know if it's. Oh yeah, we'll find a way to if make it work. Yeah. Um, so then I figured we'd start with the Wolverine and then that's where she takes ownership. And so yeah. when I told her my plan, she loved it. And she said, can I write a report on Wolverine? Oh I was like, oh geez, of course you can. <laughs> Homeschooled kid. Can I write <laughs> a report? <laughs> um, yes. So I just want to teach her how, the goal of this animal book is to teach her how to find information. Mm -hmm. So while she can't be let loose on the internet yet. Um, I want to teach her what is available on the internet, how we can use reference books, the library, and all kinds of things. So we are buying the Encyclopedia of Animals. Mm -hmm. So basically, this is what we're creating ourselves yeah. based on her own interest. And then within the book that she's creating, we can organize the animals in whatever classification she chooses. Does yeah. she want to organize them by mammals and, you know, whatever? Or does she want to organize them by diet, by region, whatever she wants? That's the fun part is yeah. that however her brain wants to think of animals, we can classify them that yeah. way. Meat eaters, I don't, it doesn't Do you want to use my comb binding machine to comb I may, it? but we're going to keep going. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to start with the binder and just use oh, the protective right. yeah. sheets. Yeah. And then we, when we 
get to a point where she feels like it's done, I will probably oh, yeah. get it bound because yeah. it'll be fun for her to have something that seems Flip complete. Yeah. yeah. But for now, I'm just going to do a binder yeah. with the protective it's, sheets yeah. and slip them in. That way they can be reordered. Because oh, right. I'm yeah. not going in any order when I when she does right. animals. I'm going to have her keep choosing. Yeah. So she can go she from can Wolverine to Snake. For categorize them the way she wants yeah. to. Yeah. Because then when you read about what they eat, that'll probably go, oh, I want to read about yeah. that one now. Yeah. All right. Add it to the list. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I'm excited for that just because it's so led by her and it's mm-hmm. something she's so interested in. Yeah. And um, it's research oriented. So it's great for her to learn. You know, this is what I want to instill in my children before oh, totally. they leave home is how to find information. That, and that would be a delight driven experience. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm excited for that. Um, arts. We have our ongoing private piano lessons. She was so proud today because she um, completed her Harry Potter piano book. Oh, cool. So she played her last Harry Potter song for now, and she's moving on. She got a Star Wars. Oh, and a Disney song. She finished uh, Under the Sea. Oh, cute. So uh, that completed her Disney book, which she's so excited about. It was a very proud moment for her to be able to complete and pass those songs and be able to move on. So... Her teacher got her a Star Wars book. Oh, So her fun. first song is Cantina Band. Oh, that's So it's renewed a lot funny. of joy. She came home yeah. and directly got on the piano and tried to figure out Cantina that's Band. That's so cool. Yes. So I love that, you know, that accomplishment yeah. and achievement yeah. and yeah. new goals. So I love that she gave her those fun choices for these because right. it's so motivating to her. Yeah. She doesn't mind doing her technique work because she gets to reward herself with, with these. these fun songs. And then she gets to practice with her old favorites from the yeah. old book she's already finished, you know. Um, and then she also got a book. She asked for a book of classical music. So wow. the first one that she's going to learn is um, Beethoven's uh, Fifth Symphony. Oh, dun, dun, cool. dun, dun. Yeah, so she's fun. really excited. Yeah. Um, and then she's still taking dance lessons. Um, we were just talking about that before we started filming um, because there's some moving around in her levels and so, and schedule. So we're trying to figure out how to make it work. You know, yeah. she's only eight. We don't want to be committed to activities every day of the week. I'm still teaching dance. So I have my own schedule now outside of hers. And so that complicates things. You know, I always want to protect at least one to two whole days off. But now there's a little challenge. So we're going to see where her dedication is in that. I'm not pushing it. Um, But we still have dance. She still loves it enough that she wants to find a way to make some work. Um, And then we talked about ukulele. So our girls are going to take a joint ukulele lesson this at least for this fall. Um, but they took their ukulele camp and loved it. And so yeah. we want to capitalize on that yeah. and keep that going. Um, there's the potential that there could be Nutcracker this year. Nutcracker Ballet through one of my studios, but I'm not sure. But that's always a really fun one. She looks forward to it every year and to grow into new parts. We talked about taking a break, but I'm not sure. We'll see. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if it's going to happen, but we'll figure it out. And then hopefully next semester we'll be back to our homeschool arts program mm-hmm. through um, our music studio. So I'm looking forward to adding that back yeah. in, I hope, because we had talked about doing a semester of composer studies. I know. That would have, that would have been that would be great for my motto this year, exactly. making a joyful noise. Yeah. yeah. And then um, one of the last categories, which I know you'll have something to add to, is um, I call it our spend time with God. So I don't call it anything specific because, again, I like her to kind of lead what she's doing. Mm -hmm. So um, for something new this year, my husband picked out the Kingstone Bible, which is basically like um, a comic book Bible. So it's it's pretty fun, and um, it's a trilogy. So it comes in three volumes, Old Testament, New Testament, and some, you know, um, additional aspects and so that one's a pretty cool one it seems like right up her alley and what she's liking to read and totally she loves comics and graphic novels and so she's already I don't know if she's completed the first volume but she's gone a lot into it yeah so she really likes that and that's great for my husband to go along with her and to talk about we um started last year we started doing prayer journal And so she would just write down her prayers for the day and that kind of thing or who she's praying for, who she's thinking of. And so now with the Kingstone Bible and then um, I'm looking into a couple other ideas too. But um, that way she can kind of pick each day. So that's why I just call it spend time with God. And then she can choose. Do you want to just read for a little while? Like what is your heart asking you to do today? You know, and just figure that out. And so, yeah. Yeah. And what about you? I know you want to add to that. Well, I did actually notice... uh, 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 my eight-year-old was reading. I forgot she even had this. It's called the Brick Bible, and it's oh. a Lego. 
It's a Lego comic book Bible. I forgot she even had it because my nephew, who's 16, passed it on to, her, on to them. Yeah. And and there it was in her bed when I went to remake her, you know, put cleaner sheets or whatever. Right. I was like, oh, forgot you even had this. She's like, oh, yeah, I've been reading it. But that's nothing that I'm involved in. Right. What I'm involved in is the Great Commission Publications. Mm-hmm. Um, First Catechism, Teaching Children Bible Truths. Um, our our denomination is really into the catechism. So right. it's who made you God? What else did God make? God made all things. So it just teaches them the architecture of the faith and has it done in a memorizing thing. So when they say, wait, how many gods are there? I say, is there more than one true God? And they say, no, there is only one true God. Right. And how many persons does this one God exist? And then they say in three persons. And then I say, what are they? Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Right. So, um, so that is all what they're memorizing so they can actually answer their own questions That's about awesome. um, everything. So um, we're with the older two, I'm basically at the Ten Commandments, which is in the question number 80s, yeah. where my five-year-old's in the um, 40s now. So, That's so, awesome. So they memorize that, and um, there's a song that goes with it and everything, and their church picked it up this last year as well to do it on Wednesday night. So that was actually just great reinforcement. We've been singing it to them since they were born. So, um, yeah. But then the other thing is I picked this up at a homeschool conference a long time ago. It's called the Picture Smart Bible. And I put the Old Testament in uh, a binder. But basically it just goes through. I'm just going to flip to a page to show people watching. Um, So it just goes through each chapter of the Bible. So this is Genesis and it does it in a, I don't know if you can see, it does mm-hmm. it in a pictorial way. Yeah. And then they have, so I have the actual printout in their student sheets. Oh, cute. And so like you can see, Genesis is all colored in. And as my husband teaches them about Genesis, it tells them what part to read. So he has his script and then he's also trained in theology. So he's Oh, perfect. He yeah. expounds a little bit more about it, but it it has what um, what to color for the day that he's reading okay. to them and discussing. So this is their little Old Testament book that, and it just gives them an overview of each book of the Bible. And that's something I never had as a kid. I never yeah. knew was Noah first or Moses first. I never wow. knew the order of things. And so to me, I felt super passionate about teaching them just like the order things happen in the story of redemption. So, um, so that's kind of what we use off and on. Um, I've had it, like I said, for years and we finally said, okay, let's do it. It's going to serve all three of them now. They can all pay attention. And, um, with my comb binding machine, it makes it possible. I know. So, um, so that's kind of the focus is the catechism and this Bible curriculum. And then just, just read alouds in general, yeah. you know, you discuss all these things, you discuss life and, or after church, we always discuss the sermon with our kids. And so that, that'll, that would be what we would do on a Sunday is exactly. just discuss the sermon. And then like, whatever they're learning at church on Wednesday nights, you know, they're, they're doing that and discussing with their teacher there and yeah. et cetera. So that's awesome. Yeah. So that's right. kind of what we're doing this year. Yep. And that's our uh, school year plan. Yeah, that's, yeah. And notice, notice we didn't say every day we do this. No. Every month we do this. We, yeah. we, we just know what's there and yeah. we go with it with whatever feels right. Or I actually was interested in trying the loop schedule and that sometimes I'll go months without ever getting to a certain subject. Not that I believe in everything should be segmented, right. but I'll be like, man, we haven't done like any science. So yeah. I kind of like the idea of the loop schedule because um, I would just pick up where I left off, right. you know, versus like, oh, every day we'll do the dailies and then do well-ordered language. Well, then we're only, how boring for them we're doing right. well-ordered language, you know, a couple weeks every month. Well, why not keep rotating through? Yeah. And that would help me have more variety in what I offer them. Right. Instead of just the same thing over and over again. Yeah. No, I like that idea. So, yeah, I thought I'd try that more this year. I haven't Fun. started on that yet. But, all right, should we go to our joys? Yes, this ma'am. Is a, we are doing super long podcasts. Yeah, that's good. That's, yeah. We have days. a lot to say. Okay, I'll do my joy first. Go for it. Okay, so part of our dailies is this book. It's called Farty Facts, the big book of farty facts. 
And actually, it's by the fantastic Flatulent Fart Brothers. So funny. So, oh, my goodness. So this is new for me this year in our dailies. And the kids, so, so far we've done four days of it. And, like, um, can you outrun a fart? And it shows a picture. Oh, my and then gosh. It, it, they talk about how fast it can go, the, the smell molecules. Oh, my gosh. And, um, like, today was fart breath, how many farts are in the air. But it's all, like, science-y. Oh, gross. Yeah. It ta- and um, so tomorrow we'll learn about something in 1940 about researchers in Chicago about a fartometer or something. So um, every day in our dailies. But what brings me joy is it's that. They're fascinated by right. it. They're super, like, <gasps> and then we've talked about now, like, charting our farts, like, how often, because um, the book today said uh, a person averages about 14 farts a day. So I'm like, oh, I don't do that much, but I know right. others who do way more. Right. So I'm like, oh, that would be really fun to chart our farts. Like Just stamp it every time. Yeah, you, every yeah. time we fart, stamp, and then and also do a time. So we know if there's a time certain of time day. of day sure. that there's more. Right. So we're, we're thinking of just like picking random days that we know we're going to be home all day. Right. And tracking our You're farts. You're going to have like children up at 2 a.m. stamping their I know. papers. <laughs> Hilarious. And see, and that's yeah. kind of like an unschooling way. Right. Like, like we talked about it together right. and they were funny. super excited yeah. to do that. And that has, there's no curriculum that tells me to do that. Right. But now you get to compare numbers, look at graph, you know, yeah, and exactly. look at that information. Yeah, that's observation. Really cool. It's always an opportunity. Yeah. I'll have to lend you, um, or maybe you have it. There's the book called Does It Fart? Oh, funny. I'll yeah, that'd it be you. perfect. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty funny, and it goes through different animals or whatever. Oh, yeah. Does it oh, fart? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, does totally. a fish fart? Actually, every every they said in here every being every living being farts. It's interesting because the does it fart book does not. Oh, <gasps> yeah. so now you well, can maybe, fact check. I know. Now I'm like, well, did I read that correctly? Well, they might have been more specific, and you might have. Yeah, it might just depends. It might just depend on what they mean. Yeah, because I think even termites fart. Maybe, yeah. But and what then, they mean by that, like if they exude some right, some odor or exactly, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who knows so with that? I'll yeah. lend you the uh, yeah, I'd love to do that. Yeah. It's just like a small coffee table kind of book. Oh, yeah, that's great. Yeah. yeah, it's really. All right, my joy this week. So I already discussed Hamilton, <laughs> but my son Aww. is showing his. Who's two? Who's two and a half? He's showing his flair for musical theater. Oh, funny. Guess whose favorite character is? Oh, King George? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, obsessed. Who, who isn't that the favorite character for? I mean, yeah. seriously. No, obsessed with King George. That's so And cute. to the point where he used our fort building kit. We have the Lakeshore Learning one, so it has, like, oh, the, yeah. the connector, their um, balls. You have a picture of, of that on our yeah. Instagram. Oh, it's on there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the, the kit. Yeah, yeah I don't it's have really the, cool. I took a couple pictures. I'm hoping to grab a great video of him oh, yeah. doing King George. Oh, I want to see that. So he basically uses it as his scepter, but oh, he calls funny. it his King George. Oh, that's so cute. And he, like, begged to go to sleep with it. Snuggle Aww. King George. <laughs> Talking about his scepter. He sings the song. Oh, that's like, adorable. Like, descending notes and all. I won't sing it for you. But it's really funny. And he'll sing it. At, he'll belt it at the top of his lungs. Oh, is he a good singer? Is he, like, on key? I, yeah, I think he's going to have a little more potential than the rest of us in the family to yeah. actually have, um... A singing voice. Because that's what I noticed about my youngest. Yeah. She, yeah, yeah. she was singing at a very early age. I noticed she was in tune. Yeah. And that stands out when they're a little kid. Right. You're like, wait a second. Yeah. So there was a different song that he was singing along to. I didn't know he knew any of the other songs or, you know, could kind of join in on them. Mm-hmm. I knew he knew, like, to the point where he knows facial expressions from watching King George. And he's only seen it maybe four times. Not the whole movie. Just the King George. That's so cute. Only four times. But he will make the facial expressions that goes along with it. (laughs) Oh my word! It's out of control. And then you uh, have to get that on. But he he heard from a different room. He heard the song Helpless. Um, you'd have to sing it. I don't. Yeah, I'm not gonna sing. I seen Hamilton one time. And uh, Eliza hits a really high note. And he hit that note. Like, oh, yeah. And he knew it was coming. He wasn't singing anything else. It was the note in the middle of a phrase. And he hits that and note like, oh. and sings the one afterwards. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
was oh like, yeah, he might be your he might have that passion like right. like my five year old right. does. Yeah. Well Sophia uh my eight year old Sophia, she loves um music too, but I think her musical gifts are just different. Yeah. You know, and so he might have voice versus other types or maybe he'll have them all I don't even know but yeah it's definitely interesting uh Sophia is definitely gifted with rhythm okay so she hears I can hears hear beats it. and breaks I can down hear and, when she plays the ukulele actually yeah. like she's able to strum with rhythm right yeah. and then she can catch the melody with rhythm you know she knows where to come in she has that natural sense of mm. holding and waiting um but her pitch is not mm-hmm. the greatest. Yeah. So well, that is something I do have a goal for her. That's pretty normal. I yeah. hope that I can um, talk her into, at minimum, joining some kind of chorus or choir at some point. Yeah, just to learn those aspects. Exactly. Yeah. Just to have a little vocal training, but more I'd love for her to have actual vocal lessons someday. So maybe next year when our girls have done ukulele, if they're yeah. kind of done with it, we can get them doing vo- joint well, vocal I want, lessons. Well, I want my five-year-old to do that. Yeah, maybe all three girls yeah, can do it together. Yeah, yeah. I, um, it's funny cause in my, in our question of the day, which is part of our dailies today, it was, if you could be good, the best at anything in the world, what would it be? And my five-year-old said singing. <gasps> okay. Yeah. Well, so I know that's, I know that's her passion. If you could handle showing your kids Hamilton, she oh, yeah, would I totally could. love yeah. it. I just skipped I the one scene in the second act, yeah. the affair. Yeah. I just fast forwarded that one scene. She knows about affairs. I mean, we've read the whole Bible. Yeah. She knows what adultery is. Right. But well, you don't visual, need to focus on yeah, it. Well, the yeah. visual aspect of it, we don't need to yeah. see that. Well, that's why I, I feel like the Bible is written word. Right. Like, we're not supposed to have all those images. No. Yeah. Yeah. So we just fast forward that one scene, but she knows the content of what happens, basically. Yeah. yeah. I don't get too descriptive, but... Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, she loves all the songs and it keeps growing on her. So now my daughter is super obsessed. So now we listen to it in the car and then my little guy is just always, oh, King I George, see him. Yeah. King George, so yeah, you cute. will love it. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, maybe, maybe, um, I'm going to see you tomorrow night. Maybe he can yeah. perform for us. Yeah, maybe. I wonder if our uh, Coop Group friends, kids know Hamilton. Oh yeah. I don't know if they, if that's something they're listening to, but well, it's funny. just, it's just us and yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, all right. All right. (laughs) Those are our joys. All right. That was, wow, that was a doozy.